In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Every Sunday, we recite the Nicene Creed, which forms the scaffolding of our faith. This weekly recital reminds us of the fundamental truths of Christianity and what Christians have confessed from the beginning. Most of us, if asked, would say that we believe in all the articles of the Creed. But do we believe what we confess? Do we believe in the resurrection of the dead? Do we truly believe Jesus' words that not a hair on our head will perish? I found myself asking the same question earlier this week as I reread the story of Saint Perpetua, who was martyred for her faith in the early 200s in North Africa. After a period of imprisonment, in a filthy dungeon, Perpetua, young mother, faced a tribunal where she confessed her allegiance to Christ. Soon after, she was separated from her baby and marched into an arena to be dismembered by wild animals for a crowd's amusement. A witness to the event writes that as the day was dawning, Perpetua a small group of Christians, marched from the prison to the amphitheater joyfully, as though they were going to heaven, with calm faces, trembling, if at all, with joy rather than fear. Perpetua went along with a shining countenance and a calm step, as the beloved of God, as a wife of Christ putting down everyone's stare by her own intense gaze. As I read of Perpetua's march to the amphitheater, I was reminded that our faith is only as strong as the courage it elicits. In other words, if our faith isn't courageous, it's not really faith at all. If our faith crumbles before hardship, It's not faith, it's just words. So what allows Christians down through the centuries to courageously confront war, famine, plagues, and earthquakes? What allows the followers of Jesus to withstand persecutions, tribunals, and family betrayals? What allows us to look death straight in the eye and say with St. Paul, O death, where is thy victory? O grave, where is thy sting? Perpetua calmly walked to certain death because she had the promises of Christ written on her heart. Her faith wasn't just head knowledge, but lived in her soul. She knew that Christ was to be taken literally when he said, Not a hair on your head will perish. She drew strength and courage from Christ's words. Perpetua also knew that Christ 
would be by her side, whatever may come. Christ had given her strength and wisdom in front of the tribunal, where she calmly confessed that she was a Christian, even as her father yelled at her to think of her family. Christ was also present with her in the arena. She calmly endured extreme suffering because she knew that the one beside her would not depart from her, even in death. She also knew that physical death was not death to those who are in Christ. She knew the glorious resurrection that awaited her. Christian courage is rooted in the assurance of Christ's unfailing presence and the glorious kingdom that awaits us. This allows us to endure despite our circumstances. Perpetua is a shining example of Christian courage. Although none of us will be forced into an amphitheater with wild animals, we must strive for the same courage to the same degree. We require courage for much more mundane situations, situations that are not life-threatening, but are nonetheless extremely challenging. Mark Twain once wrote, It is curious, curious that physical courage should be so common in the world and moral courage so rare. I once read about a battle-hardened Russian officer who attended a polite dinner party prior to the Russian Revolution. This highly decorated and heroic officer found himself in a conversation with some intellectuals before dinner. These intellectuals were calling for radical revolution and a total restructuring of Russian society using any means necessary. Ideas the soldier found morally abhorrent. Nonetheless, this soldier, who had fought bravely on the battlefield, risking life and limb for his fellow countrymen, found himself nodding politely and parroting their words. I think physical courage is pretty rare these days, and moral courage is even more uncommon. Physical courage is often accompanied by praise and accolades, while moral courage often brings about just the opposite. Sometimes I wonder whether it would be easier to run into a burning house and save its inhabitants, or to stand up for the Christian faith at a cocktail party. In our day-to-day -day lives, we find ourselves in our own arenas, and we face our own tribunals. Every day we are challenged with opportunities to affirm or deny Christ, to follow or depart from his humble way. Christ's way requires courage. We need courage to tell the truth when lying is so easy and seemingly harmless. We need courage not to gossip and courage to walk away from enticing situations. We need courage to confront our sins head-on and do the hard work of repentance. And of course, we need courage to stand up for Christ 
in a secular world and risk the social consequences. Some early church fathers saw courage as the foundation of all other virtues. You cannot strive for justice without courage. Temperance and charity require self-denial and restraint, which calls for courage. To love requires courage. A Christian life is a courageous life. Our daily lives may seem mundane. We drop our kids off at school, we go to work, we bring our car to the shop, we get groceries, and we clean the house. Our daily routines lull us into thinking that our lives are ordinary and not much is going on. But we are in arenas with wild animals. These wild animals are not after our bodies, but seek the death of our souls. In the midst of these dangers, there is one who stands in the arena with us. Christ never leaves our side. The author of life, the creator of all that is, wisdom incarnate, the one who trampled down death, the son of the living God, stands by our side. He is our courage. We are courageous because we know who stands with us. The one who says, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Let us pray. O God, who knowest us to be set in the midst of so many and great dangers, that by reason of the frailty of our nature, We cannot always stand upright. Grant to us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.